Welcome to the Addiction Connection Podcast, Connecting Hope of the Gospel with the Heart of Addiction. I'm your host, Mark Shaw, and I have my very best, one of my very best friends, I won't say my very best, but one of them, uh, in Shirley Crowder. Hi, Good Shirley. morning. How are you? <laughs> Good morning. Wow, I'm, I'm barely awake, and, um, <laughs> and you've been awake like four hours. And I'm a I'm an early riser, but I I can't match you. I know that. So well. <laughs> you're up and you've already done ten things, and I've I've probably done a half of one thing. Well, I did get up and have my coffee, and um, my quiet time. It's important. And I, uh, yep. I actually had an exciting thing. I had a podcast uh, or a Zoom meeting with. Uh, Four ladies oh. in Ulan, Bator, I don't know how to pronounce it, Bator, in Mongolia, 7 p.m. for oh, them, man. 5 a.m. for me. Wow. But that's cool <laughs> to have these ladies who laugh at my Southern the interpreter laughs at me. So that's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it is Advent season yeah. and you and I wrote a little book. Mm-hmm. that I have right here. How how handy. What a coincidence, right? Imagine that you might have that. <laughs> Look, I have mine too. <laughs> oh, wow. We both have one. Well, this, I love, I love this book and we wrote it together. It was really your, your structure and the way that you uh, put that together, but even more important, the, um, the musical side of this mm-hmm. And, and I was talking to a gentleman at church who is reading it and, and um, he said, I just love the the music part of it because he's a, a music guy. Right. And so this really, I mean, you could just take this and dive into the musical side of it, uh, just the lyrics and the history that that uh, you brought in. And I know I helped with a little bit of that, but, but not much. And so, um, so that part of it, I think is even more special. Like it's a book that's entitled Advent Meditations for Addicts by Shirley Crowder, Mark Shaw. Um, But it's a book that has this, uh, the, the breakdown of hymns and just how they connect and apply. And so, that's just an added feature for people in this. Right. And for those of us who love music and are musical, um, then we sort of processed life through music. That really, really helps us hang grass, just grab a hold of those biblical truths and sing them to ourselves and encourage right. us and teach ourselves and remind ourselves of the biblical truths. Man, that's a great point because. When I have trouble like reciting memory verses, things that I have, and I can't get going, if I can think of a song mm-hmm. and tap into right. that song, right. it just rattles off. Right. And uh, that was a great, that's a great, yeah, that helps us. And right. then uh, just the celebration of the season. I mean, I just right. think Christmas season is yes. an opportunity for us. Mm-hmm. to uh, reach the addicted. Right. And so that's kind of what we're going to laser focus in on on this. We did a series of podcasts last year, I think at this time. Yes. I can't remember what number they are, but my wife who puts all the notes in there, she'll listen to this <laughs> and put those in there so Good. people can hear all the ones we recorded last right. year. So to, that'll be in, in tw- there. 
That was in 2020. Was it 2020? I don't know. I, you know, it's all <laughs> been a blur. Yes, it has. It's been I don't know if that's crazy. old age or if that's the COVID <laughs> age or what. But yeah. Right. Or a combination. Well, I want to start with, with yeah, yeah. Let's not say old age. Let's blame COVID. <laughs> you blame COVID for anything these days. Right. You know, that's what's so exactly. Nice. Oh, it's my COVID brain. Right. Um, which might be partly true, but right. there's also there's also some gray hair. Now, isn't that a good segue? Matthew. But that's a good segue into what we're going to yeah. talk about, isn't it? We call it it is it, because we don't want to take responsibility. That's right. Yes, Shirley, you're you are a master. You know that I am just the, you the said Padawan it. <laughs> learner. No, it's good. Yeah. We blame and and you know my humor is always to kind of blame other stuff when really it's it's right here, you know. Right. Um <laughs> and and that, that's the point here is does the Christmas season, does this advent yeah. time and, and and you know talk well I I'm excited. All right. <laughs> let me read let me read Matthew okay. 1 and then we'll, then we'll get to that. All right. Does the Advent season, does this Christmas season, does it really apply to the addicted or are they uh, excluded? That would be one of my concerns from celebrating this. Mm -hmm. This is a season for all to celebrate, but Mm -hmm. are they excluded because they have some disease that is Mm. like you referred to an excuse or a way to blame or problems, but Matthew 1, I'm going to start at 18, but verse 21 is really the key verse. Matthew 1, 18, now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. So she's pregnant before they came together. They had sexual intercourse. I guess most people know that, but I want to make it clear in case people are listening and not understanding what that means. And then her husband, Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quick, quietly. So he was going to take care of this problem in a, in a, the way that that culture did in a way that wouldn't shame her and, you know, and so forth. But, verse 20, as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their disease of addiction oh no (laughs) from their sins from their sins all this took place to fulfill what the lord had spoken by the prophet behold the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and they shall call his name emmanuel which means god with us and when joseph woke from sleep he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Jesus. You know, there's so much good in this, and we read it. Our family reads it at mm-hmm. Christmas time, 
um, allowed. But, you know, thinking about the very end of this, mm-hmm. Joseph obeyed, you know, the obedience part of that. Mm-hmm. He did what the angel of the Lord told him to do. And he wasn't just saying, well, you know, my feelings or my truth or my, you know, he, he <laughs> said, okay, I need to do this. I need to do, he knew it was God. And um, what a, what a great part he has in this story. I think sometimes right. we forget about him. Right. Because Mary, <laughs> Mary and Joe and Jesus are the featured mm-hmm. uh, ones. I mean, what a blessing for her right? Uh, to, to bear a son, but um <laughs> You know, when I think about, and the uh, reason I read verse 21 that way with the disease part, and you know, is so many people are offended Mm. that we're calling addiction a sin issue of the heart. And so I was going to allow you to speak to that if you wanted to. Well, it's it's so interesting that uh, how God works where he pulls circumstances and things together. I had that very conversation with a lady when I was in line at the grocery store last week, I had the lady in front of me was someone I knew and I had said something and she had asked me about what's that thing you're involved in the the addiction connection. So I was explaining it to her and she said, Oh, (laughs) I remember addiction is not a disease. It's Mm. a And I said, yes. And she said, I remember those talks and how angry I was when you were telling me that because Mm. I didn't want to be responsible. Well, Mm -hmm. the lady behind us was listening in and boy, she was not happy. And uh, just trying to unpack just in what little time you have in line in the grocery store. But the the way this lady in front of me whom god had taught that very thing to really took over i didn't have to say much at all to explain it if if it's a disease i have no hope i have to identify myself if, if alcohol is my addiction, I have to identify myself my entire life as an alcoholic. That's my entire being, my entire identity. Totally opposite of what God's word says. Because if I'm his child, I'm a new creation. I'm his. I'm a daughter of the king. Those who know me know I love purple. If you look around, you see a few little purple things around me. I I love purple. I love proclaiming that I'm a daughter of the king of kings. And my identity is not in my past and my sin. Right. And why we treat it differently, I don't know. People don't go around and say, my name's Shirley, I'm a liar. <laughs> my, my name's Shirley, I'm a thief. Right. You know? Well, we don't, you, <laughs> we don't treat those in, in separate categories. We treat those as, as sin, but addiction, right. 
have been separated out. Right. I think part of it is, I've been thinking about this a lot. Mary and I have been talking about it is the, the world thinks they can improve upon the Bible. And yes. so we're going to make addiction a disease because that's nicer than what the Bible says. It's a sin. And if we improve the Bible, improve upon the Bible in this way, in this concept, it'll help more people. And so I think they mm. want to help people, but they want to mm. help people devoid of God, which mm. is an abomination. I mean, that's just exactly <laughs> right. But you're that, right. We we call we call lies and liars, you know, sinners, but we don't right. call drunkards. Right. You know, well, they have a disease. Mm. Yeah. Right. And the the church, I don't mean a specific body that meets together locally, but the church, the universal church, uh, the church that's comprised of all Christ followers. We, we failed because we, instead of us influencing the world mm-hmm. biblically with biblical truth, we've allowed the world to encroach upon the church so that now so many in the church and churches all over the world believe that it's a disease and will argue mm-hmm. with you over it and will yeah. get angry about it. <laughs> and it's, right. it's, and you just want to say, have you actually read the Bible before? Right. Do you really know Jesus? Now, again, that's that sort of tongue in cheek thing. And I, I'm, it's a serious question, but their sin well, of not is. knowing isn't any worse than my sin. And I don't really mean to say, if you don't believe what I believe, that's not what I'm saying. But I am saying, if you don't read the word of God, if you don't know him, the Holy Spirit doesn't reside in you to, mm-hmm. to take that very word that you're reading and studying and memorizing and contemplating and meditating on. And he takes that word and helps you understand it. If you're not doing that, you have no, no energy, no life, no passion to live out the word. And what was that point you made earlier about Joseph? Obey it. Yeah. 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 I think people want a God that's like Santa Claus mm. who gives them good gifts. Right. Maybe sometimes they're on the naughty list and, yeah. you know, they still want grace <laughs> and mercy, but they right. want a Santa Claus God rather than a God that says, do what's right, yeah. you know, obey my word. Mm-hmm. And that's your point is, yes. you know, Joseph obeyed. And, and I just, that just hit me at the end there that, you know, his obedience, he didn't just, shirk it off as a dream or as a this he's like okay god's serious god told me this is fine what what he was going to do was right in that culture in that day uh he was he was following the 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 religious and cultural practices of that day right but the the lord intervened and said no this is my plan this is what i have for you and uh and and you love love that part of it, mm, you know? Right. Yesterday in Sunday school, 
Uh, we are just starting the study uh, in the class that I teach on um, John, the book of John. It'll be two quarters of it, which is great because we'll have time to really get through oh, it. Yeah. Yesterday, we were focusing on the John 1. Um, my eyes are a little crazy this morning. 1 to 5. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him, the word, capital W word, Jesus, was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And so that concept that in the beginning, that's the same in in the beginning that Scripture starts with, Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, God. Mm-hmm. And the word came. That's what we're celebrating. The word came, lived on earth as fully God and fully man. Mm-hmm. To take my sin, your sin, the sin of the world upon himself. Perfect. He lived a perfect life. He did not deserve it. But mm-hmm. he took the punishment we deserve. Yeah. That word walked on this earth. And we're so good at um, quoting scripture. Oh, I know that. And the Bible says, da-da-da-da-da. But that obeying part, oh, my goodness. And, you know, I look at it and sometimes I might say, well, yeah, Mark needs to not do that. But, you know, it's different for me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I was listening to a sermon uh, clip yesterday. Alistair Begg was talking about the different issues of the day and the times and how it's really an authority of scripture. It's really the idea of, uh, do I really believe and teach the Bible or, or what's been on my heart lately? Are people ashamed of God? Are they ashamed of the God of the Bible as he's revealed himself? I mean, it's clear what he despises and what he says is true. (laughs) Right. <laughs> and we can't change that. And that's what Alistair Begg was talking about yeah. with all the cultural uh, ideas that float mm-hmm. around and people are trying to make the Bible nicer, you know, which yeah. was my other point about, mm-hmm. I think I can help the Bible because God, you know, it's almost like we're ashamed of God and, and it's, it's such a tragedy to be, to be in that place. Right. We've bought into the cult, the, American cultural mindset. I know it is in other countries, but the American cultural mindset of don't offend anyone. Well, the Bible itself says that it's offensive to those who don't know him. Right. And, and people are like, you're being, yeah. And the people are saying you're being unloving when you call something sin. No, that's the most loving thing we can do. That's right. Because right. we want right. to, we want you, whoever the you we're speaking with, to be reconciled to God and to not have to say for their entire life, I'm an addict. I'm a, mm-hmm. I, no. We want to be able to rejoice and say, that's in my past. God saved me from that. I'm a new creation. I'm a daughter or a son of the king. 
that verse 21 in Matthew 1, she will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Yes. Yes. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. And that tying that into the John passage, then then when he comes when he comes, then back then and now mm-hmm. is he brings his coming brings the light of the light into the darkness, the darkness of our sin filled hearts, the mm-hmm. darkness of our addiction. Um, and then well, and- what are we supposed to be? The light to share that with us. Yes. Yeah. Man, you're energetic this morning. I mean, I'm well, I, I didn't have coffee. <laughs> I'm, I'm just teasing. I'm just excited. I just I'm crediting you. coffee instead of the Holy Spirit in you. See, well, that, was, it, that was a wrong assertion there by me. Well, I was I was not wanting to correct you publicly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's why we're but, friends, right? <laughs> but coffee and a good uh, vigorous shower did help this morning. So but being yeah. with God's people, well, no, you, you know, being it, well, it, you're people. hitting on the the Advent season, and the reason we wrote this book, the the coming of Jesus is an exciting thing. Yes, and to anticipate yes. that the the mm-hmm. coming of Jesus Christ, because He's going to save us from our sins, and what you just said. Not only that, but what what robs the the addict, and I think people just think of it as a salvation thing. Okay, so Mark wants to make sure people know this isn't a disease, this is a sin issue, so that people are saved, and that's true. That's, but there's more than that, right. and that's what you're hitting on. Yes, the more to that is sanctification. Yes. If this is sin, yeah. God cleans me and cleanses right. me and helps me to grow as a person. Right to be sanctified, to become more like Jesus. But if I have a disease, he just heals the disease. And and now I'm just Mark, you know, recovering Mark rather than transforming Mark into Jesus Christ likeness. And that's the exciting thing. That's what you're hitting on. I was having fun with that. And a a lot of times when people talk about people coming to salvation and that, that God would heal the disease, they don't even talk about it that way. Sometimes they'll say, God just treats it, just gives you the medication, the treatment mm. you need. So it's it's not that you're completely saved, that you're transformed. It's that God just gives you an aspirin here or a, I don't want to talk about yeah. specific drugs, but, you know, yeah. what for me, allergies, a Benadryl here or whatever. Yep. No, right. no, 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 no. It's God right. changes us totally and absolutely. And I tell you, sometimes in Sunday school, especially or in Bible studies I teach when I'm talking about things and people are just sitting there looking at me like, and I'm like, are you even alive in Christ? If this doesn't excite you, you, you mm-hmm. might need to get on your knees and talk to Jesus about that. That's right. Because it's That's exciting. Right. It's exciting. It is. It is. Well, and then my favorite name, I mean, people have always asked me, like, what, what's my favorite name for Jesus? Because he has, I mean, God has tons of names, you know, but I really like Emmanuel, God with God us. With us. Right. I love 
And and we wrote in the book, uh, as I reviewed it this morning, I was just like, this is so good, you know, and I say that because you probably wrote most of it. But um, I uh, what I loved about it was um, God draws close to us. Uh, He's not a distant God. He, yes, this is a big deal. We, we wrote in the very beginning. This is such a big deal. God empties himself. Jesus let go. He he didn't grasp on to the deity that he could. He let go of that. And it's active. It wasn't passive. He wasn't like letting go like we think letting go. Like he actively said, I'm going to be uh empty my deity to take yes. on the form of man. But now we we know he's fully God, fully right. God. He comes to earth. This is a big deal. And yeah. and we make that clear in the book. Yeah. Yeah, and he, um, as we're we're in here and we're talking about, um, I had it marked and now I can't find it. There it is. Um, we talk about in the chapter on peace, uh, in the part called Peace for Addicts, we talk about uh, the Bible never calling addictive choices a disease. Mm-hmm. And we say, rather, the Bible places the blame squarely on, quoting scripture, the evil stored up in your heart to be in control of your sinful choices. That's from Luke 6, 45. And then it just keeps goes on to talk about when, when we allow, when we choose, when we invite those sinful choices in and feed them. And allow them to take root in strongholds. They exercise control over us, much like a king, queen, or even a little G, God. Amen. And that's what the disease model does. We invite it in to direct us. And every thing in those whom I have known who are fully behind the disease model and believe it and have experienced all that goes with that personally. Every decision they make in life, every thought is filtered through the lens of their addiction, Mm. of -hmm. their sin of their disease. Now, I would call it sin. They don't. But instead, what we as Christ followers get to do is look, I can look at my past, whether there was an addiction in there, uh, whatever the sin was, and I look at it through the lens of God's love and grace and mercy and his forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And so my thoughts Romans 12, 1 and 2. You knew I'd get that in here somewhere, didn't you, Mark? Um, Where we're transformed. We're continually transformed by the renewing of our minds through God's word, the word that came to earth to save us from our sins. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Maybe we ought to. Well, we ought to write a book. Yeah, we ought to. Oh, we did. Oh. And it, I just happened to have it right here. Look at that. You're so good. 
Well, and and I, I tell you, you know, I don't normally push books and stuff. I mean, I have them on the shelf and the things I've written, and you've written 14, 15 things, and, and I've got a bunch as well. But I really love this little book, and I I loved writing it with you. I loved writing it with the Lord because as I was writing and reading, it enriched my view of the Christmas season right. of the Advent, the coming right. of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And thinking about that just made me at times I would weep. Yeah. I've never wept writing a book. And I, as I was writing this one, I was just weeping. And I think the musical side of it, um, and I say musical side of it, that's probably the wrong way to say it. I'm not yeah, sure what a, what a Neanderthal I am, but uh, the, the musical aspect of this is, is simply awesome. And to be in here, what a, what a treat that God allows us to do ministry together and yes. to do things and, yes. and then to bless the addicted with that mm -hmm. aspect of it. I just right. thought, I just think it's a great little book that we wrote. Right. So it's not too late too. for people to get it and read it. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I don't promote books to sell. I mean, you and I aren't making any, the, the proceeds are going to the ministry. Um, so we're not doing this for self, you know, Oh, look at me and look, I want mm -hmm. people to really, um, embrace the season and see that, yes. man, it is important to think rightly. Like you just said, when people are thinking about the disease concept and they're running everything through that grid, it's a lie and it's not true. And it, mm. I think it hinders you from having the freedom that you can experience in Jesus Christ. Amen. As an addict. Yes. Right. Really a transforming Christian. You're not an right. addict anymore. You don't have to say that. No. Mm -mm, mm -mm. not that you yeah, have to crazy. you can run around and and sell dope or use dope you know not that right. that's, yeah. that's ludicrous but you don't have mm -hmm. to that's not your identity that that's the right. point here so right and that's not our focus when we talk to people and giving our testimony or, or sharing the gospel we're like i i was this right but right and then the rest of the time, the majority of what you're sharing is God's grace and mercy and love and forgiveness and uh, the the things he requires of us. Oftentimes, editors will put, uh, make notes sometimes in the things I write to say, oh, you shouldn't say, don't say, uh, don't tell people they must do something. They should. And I'm like, well, it's not me. I'm saying what God says. <laughs> And, right. and God can say must or should. <laughs> and he does. I might, yeah. You know, don't pay attention to me necessarily, but pay attention to God. Right. When, when right. I'm quoting God <laughs> and <laughs> when he's speaking in his word. Yeah. 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 I, I had that too. Someone didn't like the must and the, sh you know, they want to change it to should. And I'm. No, it's must. No, I'd. <laughs> God doesn't say, well, you should That's right. <laughs> obey me. It's yeah. But he does, does say thou shalt. <laughs> right. Oh, King, oh, King Jimmy. Oh, King James version. <laughs> Do this. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, this was really the main point I wanted to make today. I didn't want to go in. There's so many other aspects of this, but like you talked about the the peace that's available and the sanctification that's available when you embrace truth and you do the musts right. you see that god god can be trusted his wisdom is yeah. just uh, uh so 
uh, manifold. It, it's just wide and strong. And so as we're looking into God's word, uh, we, we can trust him and, and do what is best yes. based on what he says. And he right. knows, Father Knows Best mm. was an old little show and a phrase. Right. <laughs> but it, but the the father definitely right. knows about absolutely, and, yes. And I want people to understand: there's a lie out there that can hinder you from a from the Emmanuel God right. with us, right. you know. And if you believe that lie, yes. and you and you're over here and you're believing that, then we want to move you over here to truth that yes. that brings freedom and brings yes. this relationship with Jesus Christ and a new family and the mm-hmm. local church. Right. So. Exactly. Exactly. That that's exciting to me, but it's, it's such a privilege to, to work with other men and women who love Jesus and who know the word and who, who approach, um, approach what they do biblically and humbly not that it's not i've got all the answers because trust me i don't mark doesn't that may surprise some of you but we do know the source of all the answers and we can help you find that Mm -hmm. well thanks shirley you're a blessing and i'm going to wrap it here and give you that final word so thank you for being with me today Thank you. We hope you have a great Christmas season in in anticipation of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we're celebrating the first coming with Christmas. It's the second coming that will come soon. Come, Lord Jesus, come. I'm ready. Are you ready? Amen. I am. (laughs) So take care and God bless.